Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Good morning. Hello. Boom, 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 boom. Come on. Bang, bang, bang. Here we go. It's a weird week. I just realized we have the Friday off. I'm like, we got Friday off. It's Good Friday. Yeah, today's like our Thursday. Not a big uh, church-going guy, so... No? Yeah. Anyway, I'll surprise but- a lot of people. <laughs> do, you, do you usually do, like, a dinner or anything on Easter? Uh, not well. Cook up the a wa- ham? The wife will usually whip up a ham or something on Sundays, some scalloped potatoes, but... Does she hide yeah. Easter eggs for you? No, no. <laughs> she was huge with the girls, though. Oh, yeah. And up until, I think, a couple of years ago, we were still sending them baskets when they were... <laughs> We, she would email or mail them back. We were talking about that yesterday, getting things ready, and we're like, "How long did you do Easter egg hunts?" I was like, "I think right up until I left, like left home." Yeah, yeah. I think I was like, yeah, yeah, I, like st- "I still need the Easter eggs." Yeah, <laughs> give me that chocolate. Yeah, my mother was like, once we once we learned, yeah, she was like, "So we're it's over. We're killing Halloween, right?" <laughs> Because that doesn't really, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. We're killing Easter, right? Like, yeah. Any excuse. Did she put a bullet in all of those things? <laughs> I think by the time I was like 10, every major- Every holiday was gone. Are we Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> we don't celebrate birthdays anymore? It's Max Weinberg's birthday today. Um, I grabbed this one because this sort of highlights Max talent with the boss. This is Candy's room getting us going this morning. Listen to that. The locker room topic of the day. If you're ever trying to reach the show, 780-989-0957. Okay. I'm going to play something from Gilbert Godfrey that I think is probably one of the funnier things he ever did. <laughs> and um, I'm going to say this now. This might be deemed by some to be offensive. Okay. If for some reason... The kids are up early this morning. <laughs> Maybe do a little earmuffs here. Okay. We'll give you a second. We'll give you a beat. All right. Here we go. A somewhat offensive Gilbert Godfrey bit. Audible.com presents 50 Shades of Grey, <laughs> the erotic best-selling novel read by Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> My inner goddess has stopped dancing and is staring too, open-mouthed and drooling slightly. Hear it the way it was meant to be heard. Keep still, he orders, and slowly he inserts his thumb inside me, rotating it around and around, stroking the front wall of my vagina. All right. I, uh, I always have a hard time with Gilbert Gottfried, like finding one of what my favorite moments are because 
There's, That's definitely one of them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so this morning, with the passing of Gilbert Godfrey, we're doing your favorite late comedian, somebody who has passed on, 780-989-0957. We'll try to find clips if I have the time of uh, some of these comics as well. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Favorite late comic. Uh, this guy's coming in a, a bunch, Kyle saying Sam Kinison. I know a lot of you come here, you watch TV, you wait every night. This is a Letterman appearance. For somebody to come on here and give you an answer for your lives, waiting for someone that'll come and say, hey, this is it. I don't have to settle for defeat anymore. I can rise up out of my routine. I can get a hold of myself. I don't have to lose. I can win. There's something inside me that's not going to let me go down anymore. But I'm not the guy. <laughs> no, I don't have any answers for you. But I can tell you about one thing. This was one of his famous Oh, yeah, yeah. You think you're safe, huh? You people here, you think you're safe? Do you think you're safe? What's your name? Lou? Blue, you ever been married? You do me a favor? If you ever think you want to get married, if you ever think you've met the right woman, you want to settle down, you want to get a house, you want to get a car, maybe raise a family, do me a favor, will you, Lou? Remember this face. <laughs> we'll end it there, but if you've ever seen that bit, he literally screams like that about seven yeah. times on Letterman. You can just see Letterman. They they shot him every once in a while, and he was just like, his, his hands were in his face. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. After losing Gilbert Godfrey yesterday, we're doing your favorite late comedian. Uh, Darcy saying Robin Williams. Because you see, as an alcoholic, you will violate your standards quicker than you could lower them. <laughs> you will do shit that even the devil would go, dude. <laughs> Uh, Robin Williams is is a really good one. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not surprised he's come in quite a few times. The locker room topic of the day. Favorite late comedian is the discussion. Um, yes, Norm Macdonald has come in. Another recent loss mm -hmm. to the comedy world. Cliff diving. Here's a weird sport. Hey, a guy diving off a cliff there, and they're trying to pass it off as a sport. You know, it's like uh, attempted suicide, pretty well. Eh? <laughs> Next week, I signed a TV guy that got uh, washing down quaaludes with wood alcohol. Can you believe that? <laughs> About that for smart, eh? But uh, it's tough to know who's better in cliff diving either. Like you see a guy diving off a cliff, they go, oh man, a guy diving off a cliff. And then another guy dives, oh, there's another guy diving off a cliff there. But you can't tell who's better, you know? Like uh, if you survive at all, hey, you're a great, you're a, <laughs> you're a great cliff diver there. There's only two classifications in cliff diving there. There's a grand champion and then uh, stuff on a rock. <laughs> Norm was creative. Yeah, I would have loved to see Norm Macdonald. Like he, I loved his shows. He had some weird bits and like I loved his uh, his YouTube show, and then it was on Netflix for a, like one season there. Yeah, I, I always loved his sense of humor. Like he'd be like doing a show, and then he'd just be like, "All right, we're gonna pause for a break here." Yeah, but there'd be no break. But the <laughs> guest doesn't know that. So they'd be waiting there, and they'd just both be sitting there in silence. And then you go, "All right, we're back." <laughs> <laughs> or when he used to write jokes for his guests, and they're and always then, horribly offside. He would hand them over to him. Yeah, yeah he started that, right? Yeah. yeah, he he was kind of um, a pioneer on, on a couple of fronts. He I, was, yeah. I know that anybody who uh, who is a big fan of Saturday Night Live, um, they brought 
they bring him up and his weekend update. Yeah. Like as like that changed things. Yeah. Right? And I remember watching it not thinking that much about it, right? But down the road after the fact, you look people back always it. people always comment about how that was just so groundbreaking and mm-hmm. it kind of set the table for how they did weekend update moving forward too, right? Anyway, interesting. Sad loss. He was young, wasn't he? I don't think he was 60 yet. Uh, I think he was 61 61. when he died in September. (sighs) Awful. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. We lost, um, what did they say Gilbert died from? Heart Heart disease. Heart disease, yeah. Yeah, he had heart disease for years and it finally got him. You know, it wasn't long ago. He did an interview. I heard he was on a podcast and he was uh, very, very scared of COVID. Oh yeah, and um, and, and that might be why. Might have been why yeah. because he had obviously some health issues that probably would have made it more difficult for him to get through it if he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we're doing your favorite late comic this morning with the locker room topic of the day. Grumpy Barry says George Carlin, and it doesn't take you very long to spot one of them, does it? Take you about eight seconds. You'll be listening to some guy. You say, "This guy is f- stupid." <laughs> <laughs> Then, then there are some people, they're not stupid, they're full of <laughs> I gotta play this whole thing. Uh, that doesn't take very long to spot either, does it? Take you about the same amount of time. You'll be listening to some guy and say, well, he's fairly intelligent. Ah, he's full of <laughs> then there are some people, they're not stupid, they're not full of shit, they're f- nuts. Yeah, he was brilliant. It's interesting, he passed away like 50 years ago, and people are still... George Carlin? Yeah, still... It was 2008 he died. Oh, did he? Yeah. I thought he was... Why did I think he died in like the late 80s? Yeah, 2008... I think you're thinking, did Sam Kiniston died in like the 80s? Sam Kiniston passed away. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, though, that um, with George Carlin, people still find him. Oh, yeah. Right? And you'll, definitely. You'll get calls from younger people, too, that are into George yeah. Carlin, right? Yeah. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Your favorite late comedian this morning is the Locker Room Topic of the Day. Uh, Jerry said John Panette. So I went to this Chinese all-you-can-eat buffet, and while the <laughs> owner, he got pissed. <laughs> I mean, he was rude, though. He'd come out every hour. <laughs> if you don't know, Trumpet, it's a big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> he, he, in that bit, he talks about how they, they hate him at Chinese uh, all-you-can-eat buffets because with Chinese food, you get, you get hungry again, so he just stays there. But when he gets takeout, they know he's coming back. <laughs> I give that big boy uh, one hour. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, too, um, we the rest of that bit you can't play on the radio. Because like, the accents he's doing, doing and stuff. Take Cruise and you. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. We're getting some interesting ones. Your favorite late comedian is the topic today. Um, this one's coming a bunch. David Christie uh, saying Mitch Hedberg. I tried to walk into Target, but I missed. <laughs> 
I think the entrance to Target should have people splattered all around. He was very popular with the other comics, too. Yeah, and he had a cult following. Yeah. yeah. He died on April Fool's Day, and everyone thought it was a joke, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. They found him in his hotel room. He had a lot of issues with, with, um, with drugs. Well, his um, classic joke was, I used to do drugs. I still do drugs, but I used to as well. <laughs> hey, smart speaker. Throughout the store on firearms and accessories. Equipment is finally arriving to continue and complete their state-of-the-art air systems. So drop by and check out the new space and where they're at with the shooting range. They hope to see you soon and sincerely thank you for all your support. Visit phoenixrange.ca for updates. The locker room topic of the day. Your favorite late comedian. Jason Lazat said Charlie Murphy. Went to remind me of some of my worst memories. Like Hurricane Sandy. Remember Hurricane Sandy? Hurricane Sandy left me without power for five days. Eddie's brother. Yeah. I was Older not brother. prepared <laughs> to not have power for five days. <laughs> five days is long enough for your kids to start second-guessing your authority. <laughs> <laughs> Three days into that, my son walked up to me. He was like, hey, so why we got to listen to you? You can't even get the lights on. <laughs> That's a good question. A lot of people have said that uh, Charlie, I mean. A lot of comedians are like, Charlie Murphy was funnier than Eddie. Than Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. I remember but seeing him got... for the first time on the Chappelle show. Yeah. And thinking it was Eddie Murphy playing a character because they looked so similar. They look a lot alike. Yeah. 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 All right. We're done with the with the topic. Rest in peace, Gilbert Godfrey. We're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. This is uh, a tough, a tough call because the three of us are are huge wimps, <laughs> all three of us. But out of the three, which one do you think would be the most likely to come into work one day and go, "All right, I can't watch this anymore. I'm going to the Ukraine. I'm going to Ukraine. I- I'm going to help them out." Uh, because I honestly. I can't decide. Yeah. Because we're all equally... I can't see any of us going. Equally major wimps. I think we're all aware. We're self-aware, too, that we would just be in the way. We'd be more of a hindrance. I think we're not not that delusional to think that we're going to go over there and leave the Ukraine. We're self-aware enough that we're not going to... We're not the guys who go there, throw on an M60 and go... uh, Go Rambo in the Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, like it, it's almost. We're all equal pussies here. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like we do a lot. Like which, you'd probably be better than the three of us. But I can't see you. You're. You're. Like we're not combat people, but. I could see us because we try to do stuff in the community, go and try and help. This out. isn't about wanting to help out, or no, it's but about who has the most likelihood of saying that's it. I talked to my wife last night. I talked to the fiance. Yeah. I phoned my mom. I'm going to Ukraine. Got somebody to cover my harvesting shift on the, in the corn farm. Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I can't decide which one of us <laughs> is the most likely to do that. None of us yeah, would. none of us would do that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think you'd again, probably fare well. And again, I think we're self-aware enough to know that we yeah. would just be in the way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sean Penn was considering flying over to take up arms against Russia. Well, because he was in Ukraine was when they started. He was making a documentary. He ended up having to walk out across the border. And he was saying it was at the point where it was either get out or pick up a gun. And, and he yeah. almost stayed. And he almost stayed, yeah. And he, he has actually commented that he's thought about going back. Yeah. Yeah. He's nuts. He is. Like, I, I mean, he's the kind of guy that if... if He's the kind of guy I would believe would do it. Mm-hmm. And he's 61. Yeah. He's still in pretty decent shape. He's in great shape, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, I wouldn't be if, surprised we yeah, if we saw images of Sean Penn on the front lines. Yeah, in a bunker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big news right now, and this is all speculative, there's, um, there's nothing firm yet, but the conversation, if you've been paying attention, is is about... Um, chemical warfare use yeah. in Maripol, and um, I guess they're they're looking into it. The Ukraine officials are saying that they don't have any like definitive proof, but mm-hmm. there's there's some stuff that have that's come out that it that makes them believe that it might have happened. Yeah, and the interesting part about that is. I that's a game changer, mm-hmm. right? Just based on the line that the West has drawn in the sand with respect to chemical warfare, yeah, and um, yeah, it kind of said this like whole thing might chemical change. Chemical warfare would mean we're basically going in, yeah, yeah, yeah. This this whole thing's still nuts. Cruise FM. Something with what we went through the last couple of years has sort of triggered something in a lot of people. I think a lot of people were in their homes, were in their areas, and they were going, I'm stuck here. I don't like it. If something big were to happen, um, this is the worst place to be in a city. Like, I'd rather be out in the country. And And can I provide for myself? Can I take care of myself? Let's say all the food is gone. Can I provide for myself here? It's interesting because we've had this conversation numerous times. Like, I I hunted when I was a kid, but I, I wouldn't know the first thing about that right now yeah. right like what do you do with the deer if you do end up <laughs> shooting it like i like i have yeah. no idea YouTube. so the yeah <laughs> the rural life is uh, is appealing to a lot of people and it's something they're saying one-fifth of people are ditching the city life for rural settings so one-fifth of people are going, all right, I'm moving out of the city. But is it also because, you know, with with the pandemic and, and so many people were able to do their jobs from home, they're like, why do I need to live in the city? I think that's part of it, too, right? Like I, I could I, live in the country and still be able to do my job. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. But I, I think A lot of people moving out of Tabor. I think it's more what Grant said. It, it's, I'm screwed. Like, if something major happened... And I had to fend for myself. Can I do that? No, I can't. I don't know enough about this. So people are self-preservation. You know, on TikTok, all you see is videos of like, here's how to grow this. Here's how to store this. Here's like, yeah, it's just constant. That's actually a good lead into the next thing. They were talking about the top foods that people would like to learn how to grow mm. based on the conversation that a lot of people are moving into the rural area. What's on your list? Oof. Well, we're doing a pretty big garden this year. We got Where? All, all over our yard. You can grow bags. Oh, um, okay. Because you, your backyard is all concrete. No, there's more behind 
the fence. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah, and there's along the side. There's grass along the side. We got a big concrete patio, but there's yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, yeah there's all over the place. So we got a pretty big garden going in this year. You got tomatoes going in? Uh, we got tomato. We got everything. I- I'd want to l- learn how to I- grow tomatoes. I think the one thing I want to grow is the. You're gonna hate this. The squash. What do you do? Why? Uh, what's Spaghetti wrong with squash? You? It's so good. It's tasty. It, you can gr- it grows like a ton, and it keeps forever. We got no, lots of potatoes too. I don't get that. Potatoes are fine, but squash like <laughs> squash is delicious. No gourds. <laughs> like what do you what do you need a gourd for? <laughs> Stop it. Squash is so good. Anyway, uh, for me, I I always wanted to grow raspberries. Oh yeah, so we got a raspberry tree. A couple a of bush. Uh, a couple of years ago, I set up behind the garage. Yeah, I set up a little bed and I put some raspberry bushes in, and we did quite well. And um, I went back there about a week ago because it's the snow's melting mm-hmm. in the backyard, and the dog has been dragging firewood from the back <laughs> of the garage to the front of the house, <laughs> and so I had to put some firewood back behind the sh- <laughs> behind the two car garage. And um, he has ripped out every every single one. So my raspberry experiment <laughs> is done. I, I Jimmy was, is corn. No, it's it doesn't get hot enough up here to have sweet corn. Not I do for cucumbers. Farms. I do cucumbers. I could see here. I, oh, his cute. fridge pickles. Cause, cause I love the, I love the pickles. <laughs> <laughs> That's corn or, or, or cucumbers That's it. from old Jimmy. Yeah. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. I wanted to use The Grant Report today to just remind you that things could always be worse. Like, I know it's April. It's still cold outside. Our city is about to spend millions of dollars on a statue of COVID, and also we're in the sixth wave of COVID, and the second best summer hasn't even started yet, but it could always be worse, because you could be in Winnipeg right now, which is always worse, even on the best of days, but today especially, because it's April, and Winnipeg is currently bracing for 80 centimeters of snow and 100 mile an hour winds. In anticipation of the storm of the century, uh, Air Canada said that if Winnipeg had an airport, they would have canceled their flights. <laughs> Greyhound has canceled buses in and out of Winnipeg. The Jets are moving back to Atlanta to escape it. And for the first time since the 90s, they actually canceled school today in Winnipeg. So all of the grades have been canceled all the way from uh, kindergarten to grade 10. Have the day off today. <laughs> The good news is that this storm for Winnipeg will eventually pass, and then the snow will melt, and then the mosquitoes that are capable of carrying your car away will return, and then it's winter again. So remember today, it's a little cold in Edmonton, but it could be worse. We could be Winnipeg. The Grant Report is brought to you by Edmonton Glory Hole Tours' new referral program. Oh, wow. If a friend of yours signs up for the Glory Hole email blast, you'll both receive 10% off your next tour. Book at Edmonton or Tabor, gloryholetours.com. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So the rundown is, um, you know, I've been with my wife since high school. We're 28 years, and uh, we kind of hit a dark, dark spot, and uh, I kind of became disgruntled. 
This weekend, my kids and I, we listen to your show all the time. On Saturday, you had a podcast where you said uh, what you don't like about your coworkers, and you mentioned you didn't like passive-aggressive people. My daughter goes, what's that? I go, actually, I don't know. Let's Google it. So we Googled it, and while I was reading it, I'm like, holy crap, that's what I've become. Oh, yeah. Immediately okay. did some Google searching and started finding out what this stuff was, and I'm like, holy, I'm destroying my marriage with this attitude. So... I completely turned it around on Sunday and noticed a difference, and it's already, like, Tuesday, and, like, everything is so much better. Huh. I didn't realize that I was the cause of all of this, just with my attitude. And you wouldn't have realized that without Lachlan Cross in your life. <laughs> exactly. I was just kind of... There you go. That's my new job. I got a weekend open. counselor. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, Christy had a good name for it. You could maybe start a podcast of this, too. Actually, that's a better idea. <laughs> marriage tips. So, Christy's name for this, Unlock Your Marriage. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> you need a podcast. I should start a, a marriage counseling podcast. Christy, I am stealing that. Unlock Your Marriage. With Lachlan Cross. Lachlan Cross. <laughs> it's, it's coming to where you get your podcast soon. <laughs> And now, Nerd News with James D. White, the first. This is kind of nerd news for people who didn't go to the movies to check out the new Batman. Jimmy, it's actually hitting Crave uh, April 18th. Seems really short, doesn't it? It just came out March 4th. That does seem. Do you have to pay for it? No, it says uh, you That's can. That's bizarre. You can get That's... it with uh, your, your subscription to Crave. Man, it, back in the day, you'd get like a blockbuster, and it'd it would be, for like a, a year. It'd be in the yeah. theaters, yeah, before it ever was on DVD or VHS or whatever. That's a really quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's a sign of things to come. Um, yeah, I think it is. The thing is, though, is uh, ever since the, the COVID started and they did open up the theaters, a lot of the movies were doing that, that they were going to streaming within 90 days of... Uh, I thought they'd start moving away from that, though, and keep them cause, in theaters cause longer. You still, like, you still probably don't have a lot of people going to the theaters at this point. There's... Still, uh, I don't know. We've kind of bounced back, not not 100% pre-COVID, but I think we've it's bounced made back. $600 million yeah, in theaters. Yeah, like I was going to say, this one in particular, yeah. there's been a handful that have made a lot of money, Jimmy. So they the bigger movies are drawing people back. Oh, yeah. I, was, I, was, I went to the Batman 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning, and it, the theater was full. Yeah, like, see, that that's why I'm surprised. People are still going to the theaters to see it. Uh, and the fact that they're putting it on streaming that quickly. To me, this is a, a theater movie. Like, Batman is one that I think you need to go see in the theaters. All right. I think, gonna, that, I think these movies are just better on the big screen. Yeah, I, I, you keep saying yeah. that, and I keep... I keep just go, to go by yourself, man. Yeah. Quit waiting for Jimmy. <laughs> I did think that Jimmy and I should go to this one together. Yeah, right? no. But, uh, no, I, I do way too much stuff with you. I'm surprised you don't want to see this in theaters, though. I'm not a big theater guy. I don't understand yeah. why. Like, I, like Doesn't I, like pain? He was, he was rushing off to see some of these nerd movies in the theaters yeah. when they came out. Some, some of the other ones, but... It, like. 
This one, no. Star Wars is something that I would go see in the theater. That's, yeah. That's a given, but it's just I'm not a big... Why? Why don't you like the theater? I, I don't... Because you can't pause it. It's <laughs> a whack off. <laughs> it's three hours is way too long to go without a bathroom break <laughs> to go and do your thing. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. If you're a big Nirvana fan, there's a auction of some of Kurt's stuff coming down the pipe, eh? Yeah. Um, we were reading about this yesterday. So, uh, one of his guitars, one of his favorite guitars. It was uh, the guitar that was in the uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. It's a 1969 Fender Mustang yeah, um, with a Lefty. competition Lake Placid blue finish lefty guitar. Yeah. Lefty guitar. So, if you remember the video, which they're in the gym and, you know, and Dave's going crazy, it's yeah. that guitar. That'll, that'll fetch it. They're nice, saying six, six to $800,000 expected at the auction for that. I bet you it's higher than that. And then uh, his 1965 Dodge Dart. It's <laughs> supposed to be the only surviving car that was owned and driven by Kurt Cobain. That's also going up for auction. Um, that one's kind of famous because he was making money, but he never, yeah. he didn't want a fancy car. He didn't want a, a Ferrari, a Porsche, uh, yeah. anything like that. So he bought this old Dodge Dart, nineteen sixty five sky blue Dodge Dart. He bought it for twenty five hundred bucks. And Courtney Love hated it. Apparently, <laughs> uh, when he died, she sold it to Kurt's sister, who has had it ever since. And I wonder what that'll go for. Um, yeah, I didn't. Oh, four to six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that, it's got the original license plates. It's so got the vehicle title value. owner owning uh, Kurt Cobain. That's insane. Yeah, wow, that's kind of cool. I kind of like that about him that he was, a, that one, he drove a Dodge Dart. One thing that was really cool, I thought that's going up in the auction too. Is there? There's a skateboard that Kate Kurt Cobain owned where he drew Iron Maiden's logo onto it. Okay. That would be a cool keepsake to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Somebody's dumping some... St- someone's not making enough money right now. <laughs> Courtney, looking at you. Yeah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So like I said, my daughter is graduating um, and the final year... Of her film studies in Ryerson, they have to produce a film. So my wife and I are going to be flying there in the next couple of weeks. Okay. And um, I I told her, I said, you need to get me a tux rental contact because I'm going to rent an all-white tux. Just to cause a scene, embarrass her a little bit. Well, that's what I was thinking. Her dad shows up in all white. With a top hat, <laughs> a cane. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> And um, and my wife, my daughter called yesterday, and she was on FaceTime, and uh, I said, "You still haven't sent me the 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 contact info for the tux place near your place." And she, she my wife goes, "What are you? What's going on here?" I said, "I'm going to rent an all white tux." <laughs> She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not doing that. So it's not happening. So I got the... Okay, even better. Okay. You show up with Jimmy. <laughs> In an all-white tux. In an all-white tux. No, I know exactly what you need to do. Okay. You need to go to Carrie's and get that blue, the blue tux. We bought them. Oh, yeah. The, you the should dumb, wear that one. Tuxes, I forgot yeah. about that. I have the... We paid, we paid to keep those. The Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. 
There yeah, that you works. go. You don't even have to rent it now. You just take that in. And you still bring Jimmy, and he wears his. I could say, listen, we're not out of pocket, honey. Yeah. <laughs> we already paid for it. <laughs> When we saw that the Oilers Nation trip to Nashville was at the airport yesterday, we were like, oh, we might not get bag milk tomorrow. But you are. You, you, you stayed back. Unfortunately, somebody has to stay and pick up all the pieces. You got to hold it down here. Yeah. (laughs) You had to stay to make sure you did your hit with the locker room. That's true. (laughs) I was going to go to Nashville, and then I looked at the dates, and I was like, I can't miss a radio hit on Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. I can't. (laughs) I can't go. I can't make it. We should recap the um, the mini game from last. Yeah. (laughs) Awful. Yeah, it was yeah. one of those games, you know, where the Oilers have been playing so well recently. And even on Saturday against the Colorado Avalanche, they played really, really well. Uh, ultimately, in my opinion, got robbed of the extra points in that game. Go into last night thinking if they play like they did against Colorado, we got a good shot here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there's just something about the Minnesota Wild that is the Oilers kryptonite. They just can't figure it out. That's six straight wins or six straight losses, I should say, to Nash or to Minnesota going back to the last time these guys played before the all Canadian division. So mm-hmm. there's just, there's something about this team. The others just can't figure it out. And last night was painful. It was just right from the jump. Minnesota was all over them. Their forecheck was hard. They were taking advantage of countless Oilers turnovers and mistakes in their own zone. They were all ending up at the back of the net. It was just one of those ones where probably by the time the second admission hit, I was just kind of like, you just flush this one and you move on because there's nothing good to take away from last night's game in Minnesota. So the Kane-Hartman thing, we should probably touch on that. I The, sure. the first thing I'm surprised by, and, and I don't think I'm being a homer here, I can't believe that Minnie got a power play out of that. I, I I was shocked. I don't know how a guy got surrounded by five guys, yeah. um, five Minnesota players, and somehow the Oilers got the penalty out of that. I didn't get that at all. Another thing that bothered me, too, a little bit was how long it kind of took some of the Oilers to get into the pile yeah. when they saw that there was five guys surrounding Kane. I thought they would have been flying in there, making their first punch a drop kick, and it just didn't happen. They kind of leisurely rolled in there, grabbed the guys that they could, but it was a weird thing. It was like yeah. a little bit spicy. And, and another thing, too, is how badly did you want that linesman just to get out of the way? Yeah. Because I thought Hartman was being a real tough guy as he's taking swings over top of the linesman and giving guys the finger and flipping the bird. But <laughs> uh, let me tell you one thing. If Evander Kane got loose and started, and started tuning up the old lawnmower, I don't know that Hartman would have wanted any of that business. I don't think so, no. Is that part of the reason why you think that the two linesmen stepped in there is because they were like a little bit concerned about... Kane kicking his ass because I I've seen that more than a couple of times this year where they're stepping in and uh, like I watched two or three headlines like highlights from last night and and two of the three commentators sports donkeys mm-hmm. all said the same thing let him go let him go <laughs> but I, I've been noticing they're stepping in the refs are stepping in a bit more this year they are like. Uh, so we have hockeyfights.com in our network as well. So I can tell you that fights are up this year as a general percentage per game. But okay. it just seems like there's situations like like last night. Why couldn't they go? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it was Let clear them sort they wanted it out. To. 
Yeah, and, yeah. and instead we, you know, we get the the image of Hartman flipping the bird, and he'll probably get a fine for it. But the reality is, is he should be icing his face up today because of that. <laughs> would have tuned him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they got um, Nashville tonight, right? Or is that tomorrow? T- tomorrow night. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a tough one as well. You think Miko Koskinen back in net? I think that they'll probably go to Mike Smith tomorrow night. Mike Smith? Uh, it seems like they're doing a pretty even rotation at this point. Miko and looked bad last Ultimately, night. both guys are playing well last night, notwithstanding. Miko was just not great. But again, nobody for the Oilers was good last night. So I yeah. would be surprised if they go back to Mike Smith tomorrow. The 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 wreck, the extra rough part about last night's loss is that L.A. won. Yep. Vegas picked up a point. So that was as bad as things could go for the Oilers in terms of scoreboard watching. So they need to bounce back tomorrow night in Nashville. Not to mention... The nation vacations down there. Our record is atrocious on these things. We're one in seven on this vacation. I'd love. So I'm hoping that me just staying home is kind of maybe it's you. the universe a little bit. It might just be me. So if the Oilers win tomorrow night with the world the cruise in Nashville, I'll know that I need to stay home from the next one. Are they bringing you back some barbecue bag milk? Oh, uh, just like a pocket full of barbecue. Yeah. yeah. So nice. They can carry yeah, it on I'd and bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Some of the boys were sending me yesterday, and they're just being rude. They're being mean because I'm not down there. They were telling me their food tour they're doing today, and it was just so offensive that they're texting me <laughs> their food plans like this. Yeah, I can see that happening. There he is, Bag Milk from Oilers Nation. Thank you for your time, my friend. Thanks, boys. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Another crazy Florida story. About once a week, we see something. Yeah, so this one, uh, two teenage boys have been arrested um, in a shooting death. Um, But what had happened is the three of them, so their friends, got their hands on a uh, body armor. As you do. Bulletproof vest. And decided, let's try this thing out. Um, So they... Let's see if it works. Yeah, why why wouldn't you try out a bulletproof vest? Um, Well, yeah, the, the one kid ended up dying. Getting shot and dying, so that's why you don't. You don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, because there's an outside chance you might miss. Wasn't there a story like this not too long ago where some brothers or something like that got drunk and they were shooting each other? Um, I, I, I'm, I think this happens all the time. I feel like I know somebody that did this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to name any names in case I'm wrong, but I'm sure I know somebody that did this and got arrested because they like broke their rib. Because it still hurts you if you get shot wearing a bulletproof vest like it yeah. breaks ribs yes. and stuff and I, i'm pretty sure the police arrested them okay just back in high school um, kind of i think they were in college at this at, time at the time <laughs> yeah. okay so the floor of the thing i i tweeted about this yesterday and, and i was like somebody needs to help me out yeah and i did get one tweet from from somebody that was saying Something about the the sunshine laws or something? So they have an open book law where the media can basically go into the police reports and find anything they want. There's That's one theory about why Florida, there's so many stories, is they're an open book. You can go and find all the stories you want, post them. I don't think that's it. <laughs> there's something more to it. So, he said the, the, so there was five conspiracy theories why Florida is the way it is. There's a curious mix of people there. Yeah. There's old people. There's people from all over the world. There's very religious people. There's lots of money there, too. Yeah. Like all the guys, I was watching the broadcast for the Masters, and they were talking about the fact that Florida just happens to be a good spot for travel, I guess, or, Mm -hmm. or, or proximity to all of the 
are the majority of the tournaments. Yeah. So a lot of those golfers all live in Florida. They've also got weird laws, which makes different people move there. Like like what? Um, like you can get away with a lot of shady stuff in Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe tax stuff for things like that too. Florida's know. unofficial tagline is a sunny place for shady people. Okay. Um, and yeah, like there's a lot of tax stuff and, and things like that. The weather, I'm sure the weather plays a part. I, you know what? I think, it's, I think it's the weather. Yeah. I, I don't think people should be living in that kind of heat <laughs> all year long. It's just not good that for you. that many gators around? Yeah, yeah. It's just not good, man. I think that's part of the reason why. Because if there's a stupid, crazy story, mm-hmm. something weird in the news... If you're looking at weird news, it's always Germany or Florida, <laughs> right? Yeah. And if something really bizarre happened in another state, we hear about it. It just doesn't get the same. The numbers, the proximity you, of uh, that, you know, the, of the of the stories. Yeah. You you think that uh, Florida is more uh, than Vegas? Oh, hands yes, down. I would say so. Hands down, like it's weekly. Jimmy, mm-hmm. weekly, crazy. There's literally like Twitter accounts, like Florida Man, and oh, I just started following him. By the Did way, you, somebody yeah. suggested to follow. Or they Florida. just tweet out like things that are happening in Florida right now. <laughs> the top video, go yeah. watch the top video on the Florida Man. Yeah, where the guy is in a uh, mop bucket with a broom and a and a leaf blower. Yeah, and he's got the leaf blower on, <laughs> and he's he's basically riding around <laughs> some town in Florida. Yeah. In a in a mop bucket. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.